What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 95 of the Ace of Spada podcast, hosted by your boy right here, Anthony Spada. And on today's episode, I am joined by a very special guest doing her first ever solo podcast, and I am completely honored to have her on, Deidre Hartman. Um, I have had her husband on, Ben Hartman, uh, founder of Morphogen Nutrition, and man, what an episode. We go into their relationship kind of how she's developed and grown during this period of time where Morphogen Nutrition has really grown itself, um, how they've grown together as a couple, how they communicate it. Um, And we go into kind of her kind of growing out of her full-time job into what she does now as CFO of Morphogen Nutrition. So you guys want to stay tuned to this episode because it has a lot of life lessons in it. And I really enjoyed recording this one. Um, it was actually recorded all the way back in August on the one-year anniversary of the podcast, so this is definitely a very special episode. And speaking of Morphogen Nutrition, I have teamed up with them um, to offer you guys a nice little discount on their supplements. You can use code SPADA for 10% off all supplements. My favorite right now is actually Adaptogen, which is is a nice product um great goes in coffee and everything and another one is or is orthogen orthogen is their joint supplement product um joint support and connective tissue support um if you're into heavy lifting or anything you definitely need this product and as always my other favorite two are volugen their non-sim pre-workout and morphocom their stress support so go try your subs go use code spada for 10 percent off and let me know what you think and Also, real quick, I have a huge announcement for people who just listen to the podcast and don't follow me on Instagram. I just got my LLC for my coaching company. I want to introduce you guys to Symbiote Strength. Um, A symbiote is a bond between two people that breeds superhuman ability. So I am excited to team up with anybody because not only are you going to get stronger, you're going to be more happy, you're going to be more confident in your life. Everything gets better due to this bond that we will have as coach and client. So if you are interested, definitely go sign up. The coaching application is in the show notes, or you can just DM me on Instagram, either at Strength or at Spada Fitness. So I'm not going to waste any more of your time. That was enough kind of plugging things. So let's just get to this episode. Let's welcome on Deidre Hartman. Awesome. Well, you know, this is going to be released a while down the road, but there's no... Honestly, I don't think there's a better person to have on for the one-year recording episode for the Ace of Spada podcast um, than to have this wonderful human being on the show. Um, She has been known as the anchor, and her husband is known as the rocket. He has been on this show, Ben Hartman. Um, So I'm welcoming uh, Deidre onto the Ace of Spada podcast. Welcome on, Deidre. Thank you. Hi there. (laughs) How how is everything going? Is everything kind of crazy? I assume I assume with a bunch of different launches and all these different products coming out left and right, it seems like there's yes. probably a bunch going on that I would just be way too stressed out for. <laughs> Never a dull moment. <laughs> Never a dull moment in our life, for sure. So awesome. Well, uh, kind of introduce yourself. Um, I did a little bit right there, but I kind of want to let you introduce yourself, who you are, kind of a little bit about you. Totally. So Deidre Hartman. So a lot of people know me um, as Ben's other half. So CFO of Morphogen Nutrition now. Um, But yeah, 
uh, the other half of Ben that sound like a CEO Ben, but like I know Ben from little kid Ben all the way up. So we've been, we're 19 years in and 20 years together in January. So it's, it's weird to kind of go through this whole journey together, but yeah, so I'm Ben's wife uh, coming out of the shadow. <laughs> that's a, that's a while. I think I think about it with my parents. It's been like it's like tw- it's like thirty some years for my parents. I'm like it's a while to be with just one person. I'm like I don't get how you I don't get how people do it, but I guess there's there's a reason. You know, I'm only twenty two. Don't know 22. how we do it either. I'll be honest. No. <laughs> some days we don't know how we do it either. So and then it's it's that and it's really just aging ourselves. I'm like shit. We are that old. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you guys have a you guys have a good core group around you that keeps you kind of young seems like everybody from sean dela yeah uh james eddie seems like all you guys are getting older but younger at the same time because you guys just continually are having success in whatever industries you guys are dominating so it's been pretty cool to see for sure we're just good motivation for each other it's like if you are around people that want each other to all do well like you can't go wrong so it's kind of like holding everybody up while you're going up at the same time It's, it's a great feeling and honestly, like I've only gotten to know them this past year more than anything. Ben's kind of known them, but this past year has been really pivotal with all of our friendships and stuff. So kind of yeah. lifting each other up when we need each other the most. It's been good. Yeah. I would, you know, I've been fortunate enough to have most of them on this show. Yeah. Um, and I've been blessed. I mean, I call Sean a very close friend of mine. I call Jordan a very close friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are two awesome humans, but. You know, it's a pretty cool thing to know. It's kind of similar. We take a similar path in because in the last few, in the last year, my whole life and relationship journey has changed as well. Yeah. You know, it's this whole, this whole podcast has turned everything into a reality in a sense. Mm -hmm. And it's changed who I hang out with, who I look up to, who inspires me. And it's kind of happened to you too. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm honored to be on this uh, this one year anniversary with you because it's it's um it's kind of in a sense um, a lot of things I do are behind the scenes. So it's like it's only those bigger moments where people see me moving into a non corporate world into full time CFO. But you know you have to count those small victories just for yourself. You know what I mean? You have to look back at the journey the journey you've been taking where it's like you didn't get here all by yourself for one and two you didn't get here without struggle there's some days you definitely don't feel like doing it or you don't feel like uh or it's just too much but in the end you just have to look long you have to look long um and just kind of know that the end goal is worth it or whatever or whatever goal you're trying to achieve if if you really want it you'll keep going yeah yeah there's definitely some days where i'm like Mm -hmm. there's always some days now especially when i record being this long into it it's like you think you think it just keeps getting better and better and some days are like that there's yeah. days like this where everything just seems to flow together and mm-hmm. the podcast just flows and everything flows but sometimes it's like you just got to force it sometimes and just get it done yeah. get it out there i mean those are some of my those are some <laughs> of my worst episodes by far because they don't flow but it's like right. you know they have to get it done because i have a quality to uphold absolutely and, and you know that behind the scenes work is pretty cool you know, mm-hmm. for a, for a while, I was without doing video, mm-hmm. so it's a lot of people don't see what really goes into it. Right. Um, but it's it's cool that people can now see us conversing rather than just 
no one actually gets to experience what this is like face to face. I know it brings the humanity piece into it, which I just love. So Ben and I are both really big on like connection and like talking with people, empaths in a way where it's like, we just, I don't know. We've always been good with people. So. Yeah. That's what I've been very fortunate to have through, um, you know, some things have come up on this podcast. I've been blessed to be the first in some people's storytelling on this show that they've decided to let, let on air. Awesome. Which is a unique honor, but For sure. you know, it's pretty. It's pretty cool having you on. So right. you're my first podcast by myself. So oh yeah, you were on. Yeah. You were on with Ben and on uh, the Flow State of Mind. That's how. Yeah. That's how I actually found you. Um, to truly be <laughs> normally honest. hidden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. um, but you know, it's. I wanted to get someone. I wanted to get the other half on because I've been fortunate to team up with. Ben and Morphogen, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's been an awesome partnership already. Mm-hmm. And he takes care of the people that are surrounded with him. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to meet you guys. I am coming to Columbus Good. at some point to come hang out with Nick. <laughs> so at some point we will meet. Um, it'll be pretty cool when we finally get the opportunity to do it. But you got to tell us way ahead so we can plan. We are planners. Yes. Oh, so am I. I, yeah. I can't, I can't do Our this. Our calendars fill up very quickly. I can't do this thing. Like that's the one thing I can't do. Everybody's like, you want to go do this thing? I'm like, I already planned out like four podcasts this week. I cannot like go anywhere. I can't. Like, yeah. I'm shut, I'm shut down here. Um, so, you know, that's cool that you're able to do that. I feel honored to be the first person you're doing it solo with. That's pretty yeah, cool. crazy. I was like, okay, let's do this. Why not? That's, that's <laughs> how most people say feet off each other. I'm like, I don't know how I am alone. So we'll see. Hey, you know, we'll give it a go. Um, so kind of want to, you know, Morphogen has been the big, big, huge kind of overdrive between you and Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of want to know your side of the story with Ben starting mm-hmm. Morphogen because Sure. We got Ben's side and Ben calls himself a rocket. So I kind of want to know what's, what's the anchor's uh, side of the story with this, because he said he had to convince you a little bit and you trusted him fully. Yeah. And I kind of want to get your side of the story to it. For sure. No. Um, so to preface, like Ben's whole background obviously has been in like nutrition exercise science. Those are what his degrees are in. And he's been sponsored by their supplement companies and his whole background has basically been all of this. So preface the story with that. So basically we used to live, we lived two hours away from where we grew up. And when we lived there, when we got married, we were honestly just, we were miserable. We both had jobs that had no growth opportunity. We did basically what society, you know, told us to do, you know, you, you, you're together, you get married, you then buy a house, you do all this stuff, you do it in this order. Well, we were there and then we're like, well, this sucks, you know? And there's like, there's gotta be more. It's like, there's gonna be more to life. We know we're happy with each other. We love each other. So there's some, there's something else missing. What can we change? We're like, okay, well, I had just changed jobs. I'm like, well, that still sucks. So what now? <laughs> that still sucks. So I was driving an hour to work and an hour home. So he was working off hours from me working um, in Akron, basically at the local university. And so we didn't even spend much time together. And then one day he basically stayed two days, he stayed home two days <laughs> and um, took off work two days, 
barely said anything, was going kind of through like a meltdown and was like, after the second day was really just like, okay, I have something I want to talk about. And basically laid out, he took two days and he created the name Morphogen Nutrition, looked everything up, made sure it was legally available, mm-hmm. completely formulated Alphagen, which is our flagship product, and was like, okay, I have this. And I'm going to need all of our savings um, to do this, but I would like this opportunity if you're with me. And so it was really like, I'm, it, and you know, you get home from work and you're like, okay, how was your day? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, this is really what you've been doing the past two days. Awesome. So <laughs> I'm, I kind of took a step back and it was really like, uh, okay, well, at that point I was so miserable too, that I was really just kind of like, because he literally kind of did all of his due diligence on the topic and was like, why we should do it. I was like, okay, let's do this. Like if there's anyone that, you know, this was kind of like one realm of his area that he hadn't yet touched because everything else, you know, he had worked in like medical suites in a corporate office, you know, he had worked in, as a personal trainer when he first began. So he literally had, and he worked for a supplement company basically. So he had every realm that he had tried out except for this one piece. And I was like, you know what? Okay. And so I was like, let's try it. And we are strong enough to get through this. If, if not, and let's, let's see. And so we basically, we, and like we drained our savings to $10 and 62 cents. Like uh, it's ingrained in my brain. for over two years. And it's like, we were, we were not wealthy. We were very poor. Like our electric would get turned off, like stuff like that. But we just kept like, I would handwrite labels every night after work. And he would the next day during his lunch. And then we would watermelon flavor. It's all we had, but it's like, it's amazing. Like, you know, when someone has a passion and you really see that, or like you see this niche that's available to them, like, and it's so neat to see him just thrive where it's like, you see your person just thrive. And it's not many people that you really get to see, like own a niche in this world. And he is one of those people. It's just like, it's amazing to just watch if he's given the right tools. And so it's like, I didn't want to hold him back. You know what I mean? Because it's like, how could you how do you tell your person that you won't let them try this one thing that you know they'll be good at? How do you say no? So you're just yeah. like, all right, let's let's do it. Like if he was like, uh, I'm going to go be a porn star. No. Uh, that- <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> you know, like this is a whole thing that was totally up his alley. And I was like, you know what? It's just, I just saw something. I just, it just felt right in the moment and not great, but it felt like a neutral, like, this isn't a wrong thing. This isn't a bad path. And right now, like, why not fucking try it? So, yeah. Did yeah. You, I know you said you felt, you felt miserable mm-hmm. with your job too. So how, yeah. did maybe seeing him thrive also make you feel less mm-hmm. miserable, like with what was going on in life? Like I know. Yeah. Because, you know, I come from a background where, I strive to make other people happy before I make myself happy. Mm-hmm. So like in me. a way, <laughs> so in a way kind of it's similar where you mm-hmm. said yes to letting him build this because mm-hmm. his happiness made you, I'm assuming feel his happiness makes me happy for way, sure. way more. And in, and in relationships, like the way him and I at least have always done it, it's like, we're very selfless with each other. 
because it's like, um, I don't know. It's the only way I know to do it. You know what I mean? It's like the people I care about always matter more to me. It's just the way I work. So I just, if the people around me are good, then I'm good, you know? So at least I'm better. You know what I mean? But if someone is around me, that's miserable that I can help or whatever. And I, I don't help like that, like eats at me. I can't, I can't allow that. It's just, I'm similar to you in that aspect. So yeah. But in the same sense though, it was just like, okay, we kind of made small changes from there. And then basically did that for a couple years and then moved to Columbus where we are. And that's where we really like let him kind of run with it. And we're like, you know what? We, we simplified. We basically moved back into like an apartment at that point. And then we, I got a job down here and it's crazy the way things work out because I only applied for one job. I only applied for one job when I, like when we were moving to Columbus and I got it and I got it on the way, like driving back home, like they offered it immediately. And it was a, what was it like 20, 20, $20,000 increase. Like I wasn't, I realized I wasn't being paid my worth, you know, in Akron. It's like, and then we moved and it's like, I was able to take care of us. I was able, like, we lived off me until just a couple of years ago where it's like, it, it, we just, we both sacrificed in a sense, but like it, you know, you know, there's reward, you know, it pays off. And it felt good just to simplify life a little bit too, to be honest. Where it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck this house. Like, fuck all this. Like, <laughs> no, you know what I mean? It's just like, sometimes you are not meant to do that. And we're like, we are so not house people. <laughs> like, at least not like, like we're house people, but not at that moment of time. It was not the right time for us to own a house. Like we couldn't appreciate that home. So, and it was really a house to us. It wasn't a home. And so um, like when we moved to Columbus, we kind of took on a new perspective of like, life and it was just it was good and obviously you evolve over time and that was still it'll be seven it's seven years actually that we moved to Columbus now but over those seven years it's been like pivotal almost every single year a pivotal moment every year of just growing but it's crazy I've like this year especially during quarantine like we've looked back and you look back at like you know where you first started handwriting labels and like shit like that where it's like wow like look how far we've come in appreciating the moments of that so it, it's neat it's neat to reflect back yeah i did that i did that today yeah. kind of i was like <laughs> like in the morning i was trying to come up with the words the right words to at least say in a post and i was like there honestly aren't the right words to ever say i was like unless you know where it started from day one mm-hmm. it's like you really don't know like it's cool because i got to look back today and i saw well, I guess today is August 17th, but that's because my buddy, I looked back and I scrolled to a year from today. And on August 16th, my buddy sent me my, my logo, my first, my first logo. Um, and it was cool to kind of just look back and what, what I did underneath that logo and what I'm doing now under like my new mm-hmm. one. It's like, that's pretty cool to kind of just reflect, but. Oh yeah. You that's- are right. Life is making life simpler equals happy it equals happiness like mm-hmm. during quarantine everything got simpler and a lot of people were freaking out and you know what i just got happier doing like just like yeah. sitting here i got the podcast so much during quarantine i would say a little way too much but uh oh, for but, sure. you know but it's just making life really simple is not yeah, having to worry about a lot of things 
people didn't have busy to hide behind. So it's kind of like you, you're, you slow down, not even slow down, but simplify. You can, you can stay busy, but to simplify truly, it's like, you have to like face what's important, like all of that. And it makes you deal with it. But most people just hide behind the escape of busy. So no, it's been great. I'm currently living my best life in quarantine. <laughs> I love quarantine. It was really great for me. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems to be good for a lot of people and bad for a lot of people. But, you know, it the depends introverts, how it, Introverts unite. Yeah, I've been like... <laughs> you know, it, more and more, more and more, I've become an introvert as like the way like my life is going. Like this is a way to keep my, at least a little bit of my extrovertness yeah. is by chatting with people daily um for sure other than that i'd be talking to the same four people that live in my household and that's just not fun to truly be honest um especially when you know surrounding yourself with people that build you up is really important i think that's the one thing i gotten from you and ben is like you guys surrounded yourself too with people that build you up yeah and being being in quarantine, being stuck with my family, you know, I have different aspirations than my family does. And it's like, man, what I would do to actually be in Columbus, like I was talking with Nick about this. I was like, what I'd actually do to be in Columbus, like I would go homeless to be in Columbus right now because of the people like I could be around. Like that's what, that's what environment at least means to me. For sure. No. And I mean, unfortunately, I moved away from family to live my family also was not ever really on the same page as me with stuff. So me moving away from my family actually did me good. So, yeah. Ah, yeah. nice shaker you got there. Oh. <laughs> no, that's, this is not a shameless plug, people. No, that will come in the intro. Everybody's already heard this part, teacher. I feel you know? bad now. I'm using a Yeti. Whoops. Uh, yeah, what do you, yeah, you're not even representing, come on. I got like a full desk where the supplements right next to me. Over here, just casually, you're like, man. Um, but was there ever a sense, you know, I never asked Ben this, but was there a sense of fear in yourself with, you know, you being the only one bringing in, I know you trusted him so much, but was there a ton of fear with you being the person that the family solely relied on you to um, keep you afloat? Yeah. I mean, fear for sure. I'm, I've always been the person that's put a lot of pressure on myself, no matter what though. So like, I also knew by me kind of taking that on that I wouldn't let them down. You know what I mean? And I've, I'm kind of that way where Ben's similar, where it's like, if I tell someone I'm going to do it, I will not fail. I will not fail. You will not see me fail at that because I will literally try to the death. (laughs) If I told you that I would do something or uphold something, you know, it's, I would find a way. You know what I mean? So in the sense of like, yeah, fear a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, in the same sense of, um, I will say the support thing. So like with Ben, obviously, since we've had each other always, it makes it a lot easier when you know you're not alone. You know what I mean? So I can, you know, neither of us, and we both always know, like, we're not alone. We've always got the other person there, even through hard times. Some days are going to suck. Some days are really going to suck. And some days are going to be really great, but they're, you got to have the sucky days to make the good days even better, you know? Yeah. Peaks and valleys. Especially, especially during this time, I know he's been stressed with, there's been a bunch of products (laughs) selling out left and right. It's like a bunch of all this stuff, you know, he's going, you guys are Uh, um, going to Britain uh, or the UK to Mm -hmm. 
move yeah. into a new market. Uh, so that's, yeah. that's definitely another stress. <laughs> lots of stress, lots of, um, lots of things. It's like, and I guess this is honestly, this is where like anchor rocket ship. I'm like, okay, the rocket ship needs to be able to collect her, her, her mentality over here, but fuck rocket ship just keeps going. I'm like, we got to meet in the middle somewhere. <laughs> like, um, he is constantly keeping me on my toes always. And I'm, you know, during the day we are not husband and wife. We are Ben and Deidre business people. Like, so we've had, we've learned over time to not be, we are not husband and wife when we are business partners. <laughs> we cannot yeah. be because we sit, I'm like, I'm going to piss you off and you are going to piss me off. And we're going to say things that we don't like and yeah. not about each other, but like, you're, I'm going to tell you, you can't do something. And you're going to be like, mad that you can't do it because you know in terms of I'm always playing catch up with Ben and only now I'm not because I'm able to do this full time but when I wasn't it was really like okay you know I was doing my corporate job all day and then at night or interspersed in the day I would try to do what I could for our company and it was really like oh god all these things (laughs) like oh god like how am I even gonna how can I even do this where it's like Honestly, I, I left my corporate job a lot sooner than I thought we would just because Ben needed so much help in terms of like the company is just exploding and evolving even more than ever. And it's literally like doubled every single year, but even now it's still doubling and it's like, okay, now we really have to like, we really need these skill sets because we started this company together, but thankfully for us too, like our skill sets are actually like compatible with each other where it's like Ben is the science like creative mind and I am like the analytical uh, like finance person and it's just I was doing accounting anyway like my background I, I have a degree in accounting and marketing with a manner uh, a minor in management so like I went to school for this kind of stuff and like Ben went to school for nutrition and all this and so our backgrounds really just actually worked out together yeah it's, odd. it's like it was supposed to happen that way <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. actually, yeah, yeah, I wanted to get into that. So how did like, so how did Ben become the rocket ship and mm. then become the anchor? Because Ben's I think always been the rocket ship. Because <laughs> I think this is an interesting one because yeah. Ben, I mean, having him on the show, yeah, I kind of like, I kind of felt like the anchor at that point. You know, like, you know, as the host, I like had to be because he could, he could go on and on about supplements oh. still. Um, oh, for sure. It's pretty cool to pick his mind and see like how his brain actually worked. But I'm oh, like, I know. I was but- like, now I see, I was like, now I see where the rocket ship analogy comes from because oh he God. just like can go up I mean, and up. Oh. You, you give him like, yeah, no, he's, um, he's always been kind of the more outgoing one always. And he's always like, I'm more of the introvert. He's the extrovert where, you know, he pushes the boundary. I'm like, nah, let's just stay back here. Like tread lightly. Um, we're very complimentary to each other. And I don't know, we always have been like, we're actually like very opposite people, but we have the very same like morals and values. So that's why we work. Um, it's like to the person outside looking in, you wouldn't even be able to understand how we work, but we just do. And it's I honestly, but it's like, Ben is the guy that's like, okay, I, I, I just bought all these POs and I'm like, okay, well, let me check our finances. <laughs> let me look and see what we have. When are we expecting these? So it's like, Ben is the person that's 10 steps ahead already. And, you know, I mean, he's literally got all of next year planned out for us. Like what you see now is only half of what to expect from us. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm the one that's, I'm the one really that's been like slow growth is good because 
I'm the one, you know, a company grows too fast when they're too small, you will put them under, you know what I mean? You can't, can't create like money out of nowhere, you know? And so it's like, I've helped him see more of that side of things at least, and um, kind of keep the growth at a pace rather than just completely in trajectory. So, but like, man, he, his mind is just brilliant and literally just like, and then even like on weekends going out, he like feeds off people where I'm like, I have like a cutoff. I'm like, I love everybody here. I'm going to go home now or I'm going to go to bed. So it's like Ben like can feed off people. Like he just gets energized with people. And I'm like, I am now done. <laughs> so yeah. literally in the sense of like, he's always been that way. He's always been that way. We've always been completely opposite in that sense, which is fine. And only more now do we appreciate that about each other and allow each other to kind of do that where if there's nights sometimes if we don't have the kids or we have an overnight babysitter i'm like you stay out until you need to and you come home tomorrow whatever i'm gonna go home (laughs) (laughs) i'm okay with this and i'm okay with these staying out you do you boo that's what i say you do you (laughs) so yeah but yeah he's always been that way really it's more just um as time goes on he just he keeps pushing the limit where he pulls me out of my shell, really. You know, I keep him grounded more so. And he really just pulls me out of my shell where I could probably just be home in a hermit all day long. Be fine. Yeah, that's why I was, <laughs> that's why I was, I was actually about to ask that next. I was like, is there ever a time when you let the, when you let the technical rocket ship like carry you into, into experiences that you never thought you'd totally. get into yourself? Because I oh, think yeah. this is an important part, at least like you, you've admitted on the show already that Absolutely. you're an introvert. Um, yeah. You know, one thing that a lot of introverts actually stress about is going out and having new experiences. They're very comfortable sticking to routine. So how has, has there been a few moments where he's kind of at least drug you along to the where yeah. it's actually benefited you? Oh, totally. I mean, I mean, I'll just flat out go there. I mean, it's like the lifestyle. So like he didn't pull me there by any stretch, but he recognized in me that I was bisexual. So like, really, there you have that. And then was like, this is okay. And I love this part about you. Why don't we, have you considered trying this? Do you want to try things with girls? That whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would not have ever probably acknowledged that piece of me if it weren't for him. So yeah, absolutely. Ben does it in the best way. No other times it still pissed me off. Sure. <laughs> but that's just called marriage. <laughs> yeah. That's not, that's just a normal aspect of life. So it's not even, um, that's, that's just normal stuff, but really sure. Biggest thing ever lifestyle. I would have never accepted that about myself and been open about it or experienced experiences like that. Um, if we're for him, for sure. Or even just, um, anchor rocket ships. So I'm very guarded typically when I meet people more so just, I like to understand what people are about. Um, Ben is the person that's like optimist. I love all people. And I'm like, okay, well, let's, before we invite everyone over, let's just see what everyone's intentions are. (laughs) So we complement each other very well in that aspect where it's kind of like, you know, as unfortunately as we are well known, you know, I have to tell him not everyone has, you know, pure intentions. And, you know, as I get older too, he's like, give people a chance. Everyone aren't that bad. I'm like, all right, fine. (laughs) So no, and, you know, because of him, you know, we've, we've met a lot of new people. So some of our best friends, Aaron Jordan, tons of people like that, that I probably wouldn't have been close with even now. Like Aaron's one of my best friends now. Um, and I've only known her very closely for probably a year, 
I mean, and we are two people that just clicked and, you know, unless you allow yourself the openness to really talk and get to know people, which he helps, he just, he, when I'm with him and we're around people, he puts me at ease. So that's the other thing. All he has to do is just be next to me and it, it's, it's pulling me out of my shell. So for yep. him, he, he gives me the comfort, which is great. So. Yeah. I, I force myself to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, I have a, I had a fear of actually, it's kind of weird. So in public, I do have a fear of like going up to random people mm-hmm. and like at some points, like even if it's at the gym and I see them all the time, yeah. I, I sometimes have points and bouts where I'm like, man, I, I would be so nervous to go talk to that person right now. Yeah. But then there's like times on Instagram where I'll go message you and it's like, yeah. you never talked before. And I'll be like, Hey, want to hop on a podcast? Like out of nowhere. It's like, sure. It's like, it's two separate personalities to truly be honest when it comes down to this, but there's, like you said, there's an attention point behind it too, where it's like, I actually want to have a conversation with someone rather than, oh, I wonder what this person's about at the gym. Like I go through that. Like that seems. Well, maybe for you too, just remember like everyone's just human. You know what I mean? Yep. Everyone's on the same level. No one's better than anybody else. And it, it, you know what I mean? So so someone doesn't want to talk to you. They are not worth your time. Yeah. You know that's, what I mean? Everyone that's how I say it. That's kind of how I say it. You don't have the, the decency to talk to someone else if you're being approached. Like, shame on that person, not you. So Yeah. yeah. So I kind of want to delve back into the background real quick of Go the corporate it. world um, yeah. before we hop into kind of what you're doing now. Um, what was it like being in a relationship while – while he was doing the entrepreneurship stuff yeah, and you were in the corporate world in a way of, I kind of want to ask this about, cause I asked, I asked yeah. Ben this question and he talked about how your trust allowed him to build the brand. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to ask you kind of, how'd you go about believing in him to give him that power yeah. to succeed too? While, while all this is going around, you, you still working in the corporate field, him working on this, like becoming a reality. For sure. Um, really hard. <laughs> it was really, really tough, honestly. Um, pl- plenty of crying behind closed doors and like plenty of nights, like, you know, working until 11 or midnight um, or just, yeah, it's like people see the good, like, obviously people see the good things now, but it's like really hard where it's like, I even had to fight like resentment a little bit because it's like, Oh, cool. Here you are like working this, you know, this opportunity that I allowed you to have, you know, um, not allowed, but just helped get you there, whatever. And like, it's hard when like, I'm having a hard day in my corporate job. And then, you know, he's kind of making his own schedule or doing things and stuff like that, where it's like, I barely had time to eat lunch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like there's a little bit of jealousy is, back. There's a little bit of jealousy behind it. Yeah. A little um yeah, definite envy of like the situation itself. Um, and it's like almost a sense of like it made me question for a while if I would even be able to get there, you know, or question like even in the sense of um, do I deserve to get there? So it's like I'm the overthinker, analytical, all of that. So I'm the one that's like, oh shit, well, maybe I wasn't meant for this. Like maybe this isn't where I'm supposed to be. And you know, on the same side, 
Ben actually stepped up with his support for me, you know, which, you know, that's not out on Facebook and any of that stuff, but it's where I needed it to be here. But yeah, so working the corporate job, you know, it, it's kind of what I said before. It's like, how do you not support your person? You know what I mean? If your person has the opportunity to like be their best self, especially now, you know, when I see what he's doing and his ability to be truly innovative in this industry and just, I mean, his mind is just magical. It's magical with like, like what he can come up with. That's just like, like I said, he's truly a person that has found his niche. Like, and there's not many people that you get to see like stuff like that, which is why, you know, he can talk about this stuff for hours because it lights him up. It's like, he, it's a passion for him. It's, it's amazing. And it's so neat to watch. So it's like, how could I be that person to like even remotely take that from him? Nor do I want to, you know, yeah. but in the same sense, like you then look at yourself and you're like, okay, well, this isn't my niche. I like accounting and stuff like that, but like, it's not my niche. You know, there's not a lot of people that find that thing, the little thing, but it's like, I do, I have found my value. I know where my values stand. So that at least provides me comfort in that level. But it's like, it makes you question yourself sometimes because you see someone else and it's like, you know, you don't want to compare them, but when they're in your life every day and they're just so great, it's, it's almost like you feel like you have to try to live up to that. But that's, yeah. you know what I mean? And remind yourself that like, I'm still great in my own way. And I don't, I don't have to live to that because I can live next to that and go to up together at the same time. So that's, it's just hard, but you have to constantly remind yourself and just, you know, and on days where I was having a shitty day, I'd have to tell him point blank. And we're, we try to be really good about that where it's like recognizing in the other, cause we both have anxiety. Like we both try to recognize in the other person, like when we see them kind of like spiraling a little bit, we're like, Hey, do you need five minutes? <laughs> and it's <laughs> that thing of like, do you need five minutes? And so it's like, that's kind of like our key words where it's like, do you need a minute to like collect yourself because you're going there. We don't even have to say it, but we see you going there. So, and that's kind of like our little code to, you know, take a step back and really self reflect on like what we have going on. And sometimes the other person gets so lost in what they're doing that they then forget the other person needed your support. So it, we're pretty good now, especially now giving support to the other when we need it. But yep. he gives me support in the same sense now where I, you know, I always, I actually, I question self-worth a lot because I've always just kind of struggled with that. So he helps, you know, support that aspect of me when he sees it like dwindling or like lowering a little bit. Yeah. I struggle with the same, you know, I have a very, it's really funny because I'm going into a full-time job with analytics. So mm -hmm. I'm a very analytical person right off the bat. Um, you know, I go through, I go through these bouts like at least once a month, usually where I'm like, do I really like, I go through the same thing. I'm like, do I deserve to really be here in this mm -hmm. position? Right. And, <clears throat> you know, I kind of look around at the people I've become friends with and I'm like, what am I doing that I deserve to be surrounded by these people? Like, that's kind of how I look about it. Cause I'm like, like, what am I doing? But there must be something special that I'm doing that no one else is doing because. They're know. choosing to be around you too. You have to exactly. Friendship exactly. Is two ways. If, if a person, a relationship in general is two ways. So if someone is wanting to be around you, they'll make it known. You know what I mean? And they'll yeah. actively try to see you. That, yeah. I mean, it's a two-way street there. Yeah. What I do, I don't know if this will help you, but what I do when I have those days where I just, um, I struggle to see it, I've, and you know, 
I've asked friends or whoever that mean a lot to me to like write something about me or tell me something that they love or find value in or whatever. And I, I screenshot it or I have a card and I do pictures of it or I put it up in my office and I have it in a place in a note in my phone that if I'm having one of those days, I go down my list of all the people I love and care about and all these great things they've said about me and all these things. So it's like a, a tangible item that is like proof to myself and you know what I mean? Thoughts are based on like evidence that your brain finds. So it's like, you know, give yourself the proof that your brain needs to remember that you are great, that you are valued and how you need to perceive that to remember it. Yeah. And I'm assuming this is how you beat your battle to them with self-worth or uh, I'm assuming this is how you beat that every time. Is yeah. Because- I, I struggle. And you know what I mean? Some things are always going to struggle with and that's okay. And it's almost yeah. just like saying like, I see you but no, <laughs> not, <laughs> today, devil, not today, Satan. It's like, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, however it is that you, you perceive um, to yourself, the proof that's there, like find what it is that you need. For me, I like to see, I like to see those things and words, then I can reread it. You know what I mean? Because then it's not something I maybe misheard one time in my brain, then, you know, says, yeah, maybe they didn't really say that that way, but no, they did, you know, yeah. so some, give whatever tangible proof you need for you. And, you'll have that for days that you really need that reminder. Yeah. I typically, you know, it's really funny because I'm, I kind of say people shouldn't be on social media as much, but like (laughs) this podcast is taken off because of social media. Like that's how I assume it, but it's, I end up just messaging like a friend. Like that's what I do. Like I always like whatever it does, like for some reason there's a calming effect of just messaging a friend. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, just Absolutely. being able to go on Instagram and be like, hey, what's up? I love it. Well, next time you have a bad day, message me. I'll remind you why you're great. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you know, it's pretty. I don't know if I answered that whole question. So, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, I think I'm like you did. Ben, just I th- go off on tangents. Yeah. <laughs> I think you did. Because you gave him the, because believing in him allowed him to go to the next level. Yeah. I think that's the cool part about seeing is like, no matter what, you two believe in each other and you could have easily, and this goes back to this always goes back to the rocket ship and the anchor analogy. Like you could just tie him down and that will set, it will set him back. Mm -hmm. But in reality, sometimes you let the leash a little go and he Mm -hmm. he'll carry you just, you'll give him enough leeway to bring you into Mm -hmm. a different version of who you are yourself, which I think, that's why you guys work so well together in it. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I talk more on the, the CFO side. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, before we get into you making that decision to go full time, I kind of want to know maybe if you, if you want to release this, if you don't have to, we don't mm-hmm. have to go there, but how do you guys decide at least financially, when is the right time to release a product? Cause Ben has this gigantic list that, <laughs> Many, many people I've seen of all the products coming out. Yeah. Um, how do you decide? I know you as the one who says slow growth is probably the best growth. How do you decide financially when is the best time to release or invest in a certain product? So this is, this is where Ben and I butt heads. And this is where <laughs> sometimes this is me always playing catch up because uh, Ben definitely does all the products all the time. And I'm like, here we go. <laughs> Let's this out. And literally like, you know, we 
thankfully, thankfully, we've always doubled. Every year we've doubled, literally every year. And I think, honestly, sometimes that's probably saved us in a sense because we have had more money to invest in the company. I'm very thankful for that. But it's like, thank, thank goodness for that too. You know what I mean? Because we do live on like a tight budget with things because the products we make are not cheap and we don't, we don't make huge profits on all of them. You know what I mean? And it's like, um, so no, all the products all the time, but this is where I've now stepped in <laughs> to change <laughs> that just a bit, not change it, but really just um, organize it organize it better in the sense so it's kind of um you know the canon in terms of like all the products i'm like this is not a reasonable task right now especially not with you know uk coming up where basically we're in contract with a new warehouse building so it's like we have a lot of you know internal things that are happening so it's like i can't push all these products right now because i have mil i have money that needs to be filtered in other places so it's kind of like, thankfully, but again, that's why I left to go full-time is so I could, I know I need to have this time to spend it full-time to basically keep him on track and tell him what yeah. he can and can't do. <laughs> you know, that's what it is. I've gone full-time to just tell Ben what he can and can't do. That's what I am. I'm his babysitter. I'm his full-time babysitter now. <laughs> so you're more, so you're more of the CEO than, than you are the CFO. I feel like that's, that's kind of what you're saying there. Um, and it says like you. You have like the executive, you have like the executive order. You're like, Ben, shut it down. You're like, no. Well, I am 51%. I am 51%. And I did that on purpose. I, because if we ever needed a loan, I am a female owned business. And therefore I am a minority business owner in that sense. So he still owns the company, but I'm 51. That's that's cool. Gives you a little, does it give you a little sense of power? Does it give you that? Does it give you that like every like every day you're like you're like sometimes bed piss you off but like man I'm so fifty one percent of this shit. It's like, that was kind of funny I, what he tells people. He's like, <laughs> oh, she is fifty one. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So funny, but but needless to say, so yeah, it's it's really um reeling Ben in and being in because he, I mean, literally, there are so many things in the line for us, so many things in the pipeline. I'm like, okay let's at least do like thematic releases. You know what I mean? That would at least be like more along the lines. So, you know, that way this year it's these, maybe it's new flavors and then we have new products all together. So, but yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tough one to hold on to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So making that decision then, um, you know, do you remember the moment that you made that decision? I mean, I'm going to assume you do, uh, that decision to go full time. Um, were you scared, excited? I'm guessing you were a bit of both. Um, but kind of just take mm-hmm. us, take us through like that moment when you said, I am putting in my two weeks notice or whatever you put in and you yeah. left your full-time job. Yeah. I, uh, Ben and I basically, um, oddly enough, it was the weekend before, um, it was the weekend before the 4th of July this past year. And uh, basically I put my notice in on July 3rd because that was a Friday. And so everyone's like, how fucking American of you put your two weeks <laughs> around your own company on the 4th of July. I'm like, I guess so. <laughs> um, but it's like, uh, we, it was the weekend before and, and basically we were like, what, what's fucking holding us back from doing this? Like, why aren't we doing this? Like, what is holding us back at this point? And I was like, you know, 
I did all my due diligence on like, we wanted to research like insurance and stuff. Cause obviously we have two little kids. So we need to make sure that everyone's good to go with that kind of stuff. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> there was nothing <laughs> else at that point. And he, it was really like, there were all these things on his plate. And I'm like, he's like, I think, I think you should do this. And I was like, I, I, I guess so. I, I guess we're, yep, let's do it. <laughs> and yeah. really it was just like, you know, really looking at the calendar then and said, what makes sense? And I, I put three weeks notice in. So I, I gave my company more than two weeks because I wanted to leave on good terms. And it was a busy season for us at that point of time. So I wanted to make sure everyone was trained and good. Um, so I put in three weeks and really it was like terrifying, absolutely terrifying. My company had no idea that I was even going to be doing that. Um, so in a sense, I did kind of blindside them, but that's why I did give them three weeks, but terrifying though. Cause you know what I mean? That's, it's me letting go of the stability I've always known, you know? Yep. Now it's okay. Now it's, you know, it, you know, we, we don't pay ourselves like a monthly, here's what we make every month. No, it's really like a, a distribution out basically. And it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's terrifying, but you know what? It's, it's really neat because I will say, it's also taking in perspective, like becoming the next best version of yourself where it's like, what was I holding on to? And I really had to like dig deep, like really, what was I holding on to? What person, what thing, you know? And it was like, why, why am I holding on to this old me? Why, why won't you allow yourself to move forward and push yourself? Because this guy believes in you, Ben believes in you, like all these other people, you know, are in my court, like, just do it, go there. And it's like, I don't know. So really I had like a weekend of like self-reflection and it was like, yeah, I don't know. And of course it was very like moving and emotional because it's like, I worked in that position for seven years, you know, and I, yeah. and I, I didn't hate my job. So to leave a job you don't hate, you know what I mean? It's, it's not like I was, it, a lot of people find it easy because they, they hate their job. They hate their boss. Like I didn't hate any of that. So it's like, I was letting go of people that I, I liked and cared about and I worked well with. So to basically like do what was best for me and my family. And during quarantine, like my silver lining of quarantine was I got to see what this life would be like. So I'd, I'd never experienced working from home every day and um, just having the ability to like work in an office of your own and stuff like that. So it's like, I, I got to wake up and see what life would be like. And it was such a neat, like, it, I definitely was eye opening for me during quarantine and it, it was um, what I needed quarantine was what I needed to move forward. So, and you know, I hope everyone found their silver lining in quarantine, but that was mine. It was realizing that I was holding on to an old version of myself and realizing, you know, this life is right here. It's right here. And it's just waiting for you to say, I got this. And so that's, it was really the push I needed. So it was, um, it's still very surreal. It's like, I was just, we had a, a friend stopped over last Friday and he was asking me how I like this. And I was like, you know, it, it's weird because I'm okay working like all day. I'm okay working after the kids go to bed because it's, it's my company. You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't feel exhausting, like exhausting work. Like it's neat because I know every minute that I put into this is purposeful and means something. And you know what I mean? It, it's just so neat. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's very surreal. And until you've kind of done something that's your own business like the motivation is indescribable and it's like there is no 
essence of failure in your mind. You know what I mean? Like you, you know, you just, you won't fail because that's not an option. And it's, it's such a neat feeling that is, it's indescribable with words. It's so cool. Yeah. You know, that's the silver lining. It's kind of the silver lining I got from this podcast. I was like, I didn't know what it would be. And I didn't know how much, I mean, we've put on almost, we're almost nine, almost nine K in eight months now, I guess you would say. So it's like, I mean, it's not, it's not the most ridiculously fast thing, but I'm like, I'm not a huge patron to go that big is pretty, pretty Mm -hmm. exciting. Um, But just being able to work on it every single day during quarantine, like Mm -hmm. at some point, like whether it's getting a new guest, getting, getting it updated, you know, having a new preview. It's like, I found like what you like, what you really love doing. And this Mm -hmm. is like one of the things that I love doing along with like my coaching business. Like these are two businesses that coincide together with impacting people. And it's like, it's a pretty cool thing. Like I'm like now looking at it one year, I'm like, wonder what year two is going to be like. It's a great start. I would say it's a great start. Um, (laughs) um, But it's like, Man, I wonder what it would have been like for you to kind of just walk out of the office like physically. I know. Like that probably would have been like, I think yeah. you would have had like a really big moment of self-reflection there. Yeah. Well, I had to go clean out my desk. So I still oh. did clean out my desk and like I did it though when no one was there. So it was kind of very eerie in the same sense. But it was neat though because it, it actually was kind of nice because I had that time to myself to like pack up my desk and like put things away. And like it was actually, it was, it was a very like – um a good day of closure in that sense, you know, is, is, is crazy though. It's very strange, very strange, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. It, a lot of people aren't going back to any sort of normal life. So it was kind of like letting that peace go. So it was actually a really neat day for me in, in general. So, yeah. And I think to kind of finish off before we get into the final three questions, Oh yeah, <laughs> um, you're into your next chapter of your life. Um, so what are you most, excited for or i guess you could say scared for within the next within this next chapter of your life not only as full-time ceo but full-time i guess you would say mom everything Mm kind of just spew out what you're kind of excited or scared for within the next chapter um honestly mostly excited um just to like build this dream life that like ben and i have always kind of talked about living together you know where it's like you know, being able to look back and be like, we did this and we did this together where it's like, you know, this, this moment now is kind of what Ben and I always pictured from the minute we started this company was like the minute I can work to, it's, it's, you know, it's nine years in and it's like, it's neat, you know, and we started this company right after we, you know, got married. And so it's kind of like, next year's our 10 year anniversary for marriage. And then like next year will be our 10 year anniversary for the company. It's like, it's just very, um, it's very surreal. It's very neat, but it's like building this life that you know is available to you. And it's like, I, I don't, I don't take it lightly. And I definitely have such gratitude towards like getting here. You know what I mean? So it's like every day is so, I'm so appreciative of it. So it's really just like taking everything that I have that I haven't been able to focus on our company and really just being like, like, what can I do? Because I know I have so much skill, you know what I mean? And really just putting that into the company and just like, I don't know, spilling it out of the water next year in terms of like everything, like next year's gonna be so pivotal for us. It's gonna be big. 
I'm excited. Absolutely. Every year is fucking pivotal with us, but it's like next year even more so. It's just it's gonna be it's gonna be great. It's really great. And just being able to really focus my skills on like this thing that matters to me. It it's so surreal. Yeah. I think you guys should I think you guys should come out with a watermelon flavor and anniversary of the first ever flavor. I think that'd be pretty cool. Talk Ben into that one. Um, I don't think he would I don't think he would like that one. I I mean he probably would actually, but he probably wouldn't. Um but I'm in the same boat. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, I hate to bring it back to me, no, uh, good. but I think it's kind of cool to see, like, like I just mentioned what's going to happen in the next, the next year of yeah. this and my coaching business is like, there's a lot of people riding in my corner now compared to where I was a year ago. I'm a mm-hmm. whole different person. Um, I got some pretty big guests, I guess you would say that I'm trying to book as of right now. And it's, yeah pretty surreal that I'm able to even chat with these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben has helped along the way. Name dropping Ben helps. Um, <laughs> got his permission before I did that, but you know, it helped a lot with, with getting at least one of the guests. Uh, but no, it's, I don't know where it's going to be. Yeah. I don't know how much it's going to explode, but everybody keeps saying it's going to explode. And I'm kind of waiting and I'm just waiting and I'm like, don't focus kinda, on that. I'm kind of going to freak out the moment it does. I'm going to be like, this is, this is, this is, I'm just going to keep doing, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And that's the the moment it it explodes. You should not even realize it exploding. It's exploding because you're just doing what you do. And everyone's just a person. It's It's every day. It's every day. It's not just say it's, it's the moment you explode. Like you shouldn't even notice it's happening necessarily because it's like, you look back and you go, Oh shit, it was then. And you're like, and now I'm still going forward. Cause it's like, remember you're reaching out to people. Everyone's just a person. Yep. Everyone's just a person. Yeah. Everyone is just a human. How they want to react to that, whatever. But That's, like everyone is just a person. You might have just uncovered my biggest secret to my DM magic. Mm-hmm. Um, I say <laughs> this all the time. I say this is the biggest, this is the biggest tool in the shed that I have. Mm-hmm. It's that I have the ability to just converse with someone and make mm-hmm. them feel human for whether it's a minute on Instagram or whether it's an hour on this thing Absolutely. that a lot of people who have big accounts that come on the show, they don't have that opportunity to feel human. Everybody thinks of them as someone higher up, Absolutely. but in all reality, whether it's you, whether it's Ben, whether it's like John Meadows for sake, out of sake, getting yeah. him on. Absolutely. It's like, they're not, they're, they're human. Like you guys are really? human. Like people Absolutely. don't understand that. So like, that's wow. been, that's been the biggest tool that I've been able to utilize with at least getting people on the show. And you take that in all aspects, you know what I mean? And you're human when you make a mistake and you're human when you do good things, you're always human. So, and that puts you on the same playing field as everybody. And honestly, Ben and I have always lived by that. No one is above or below everyone. Everyone is human to me. I don't see things as otherwise. So, and maybe that's why we can connect well with people. So yeah. same for you though. You seem to treat and converse very much so in that same sense. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, appreciate that. And yeah. with that, we'll get into the final three questions. Oh. Um, I ask this with every single guest. Okay. Um, so the first one is, what three things do you want people to leave with like from listening to this episode? Mm-hmm. Oh Lord. Um, let's see. Don't do what we did. That's why I was expecting the first one. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, a lot of our talks have been this, like if any, if anyone's out there, like everyone, everyone is human in every aspect. 
You know what I mean? That's kind of been a big talk of what we've talked about today, even where it's like human in the aspect of being afraid to talk to someone, being human in the aspect of being afraid of rejection or um, even failing or doing mistakes, like just freaking human. And being human is what allows you to connect with other people, is remembering that you're human, bringing the humanity aspect of things into your business. And I think that's why Ben and I have maybe done well is because I think the humanity aspect of our business has always been in the forefront. So um, two, uh, oh man, I hate being on, I have no idea. Um, let's see. Um, oh God, I'm so bad at these things. I don't know. Um, yeah. No one ever I guess, knows. I know. God, I don't know. Uh, things I need people to know. I don't know. I don't know. And maybe, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, speaking is the anchor. A lot of people, you know, will see just the rocket ship side where it's like the anchor, you know, a lot of people only see the one side, but without a support person in your life, I, I think everyone should have a person that at least like provides some sort of support, whether that be a friend, it doesn't have to be a spouse, but like, you know, you should have someone in your court all the time and someone that you can lean on or bounce ideas off of, or at least get like to tell you what you need to hear, not just like tell you like the, the yes men people, like everyone should have a support person that will just put it out there blunt as hell, you know, stuff like that, because that anchor is really important to all the rocket ships out there because you can't just have your yes men. You got to have the people that keep you balanced. Um, and that tell you very bluntly, yes, no, all the things that you don't want to hear, but need to hear. I think that's just as important. Um, and then two, or three, three. Um, I don't know. Big things to come from us, I guess. So now that I I'm able to focus full time, uh, I'm I'm very excited, and everyone should be very excited to see where this all goes because sky's the limit with uh, with Ben's brain. He is an exceptional human being, and just I can't wait to see what more you know we provide everybody. It's gonna be neat. It's gonna be a good good journey for all of us, not just us. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm excited. And no, I'm not going to say anything, but Ben, Ben might've shown me just one, just one little, little tidbit that's top secret. Yeah. Um, and I may have gotten really excited about it and me and him had a conversation about it and it's great. Um, you guys should be excited by one of these supplements coming out cause I am hype. Um, but you know, second question is what three books and or podcast would you recommend everybody either read or listen to? Oh, Lord. Um, I don't get to read as much as I used to. Um, I, don't, I don't just read like I'm a Stephen King lover. <laughs> I love Stephen King. So um, get some fiction in your brains too. I don't know. Or nonfiction. Um, uh, crap, I don't know. This is bad for me too. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. This is bad because some, honest to God, like my favorites are like Fifty Shades, Stephen King, and um, that's fine. You know, <laughs> 50 whatever. Shades, Fifty Shades, the whole trilogy, Stephen King, anything by Stephen King, but definitely the older stuff. It Pet Cemeteries, you know, yeah. Misery, the good ones. Um, I think that will I think that will do if you need unless you unless you (laughs) (laughs) unless you want to keep struggling but we won't be there um you know if you guys want to listen to podcasts just listen to this one just listen to this one um no I'm kidding uh I don't like this answer 
You're um, <laughs> <laughs> and last question, uh, Deidre, where can everybody um, find you? It's kind of a shameless plug moment oh, for, for you, sure. for Morphogen, yeah. whatever. Whenever yeah. you want to plug, your it. time to plug. I already plug Morphogen enough, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, Morphogen Nutrition. So our, our website is mntakeover.com. Um, I'm Deidre Hartman on Facebook, Fit Deeds on Instagram, and our um, our company is Morphogen underscore Nutrition on Instagram as well. So I'm not on Twitter or anything. So find us no, there. Ben's no on need. there too. Yep. No, no need to be on Twitter. It's a waste <laughs> of time. It's a waste of time. <laughs> Makes me go dumb every school day. It's fine. Um, but I want to say, first off, Deidre, thank you for coming on the show. Um, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy, busy day, as I know, to uh, at least come and just have a nice little chat. And um, if any of you guys who are still listening to this episode really enjoyed it, uh, take a screenshot, tag Deidre and I on Instagram, and post it to your stories. Um, We'll share some love back to you guys for whoever listened to this episode. And everybody... Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ace of Spada podcast.